is never the underdog. Yes, sir. He's never the underdog. Yes, sir. What's up, Duke fans? Welcome to the Devil's Den podcast. I'm your host, Josh Smith, joined back by my co-host, Raul and Shu. Um, figured we'd just kind of do a little fun one this time with it being the offseason. Um, NBA playoffs are going on. We're recording this during Game 7 of Boston-Miami. Um, so went a little bit different. I could, thought it might be interesting to look at just Duke teams in a play in an NBA playoff format. So I kind of did a little East-West um, and ranked kind of the top 16 Duke teams and kind of had them going against each each other so we're gonna look at that pick our matchups see if we can crown an overall duke champion here um just to kind of have a little bit of fun here during the during the off season so we'll, we'll jump into that um and then we'll kind of we'll see where it goes here so let's just kind of jump right into it fellas um i went through and seeded these I, I did east and west just for nba kind of formatting purposes obviously they're all duke teams so there really is no distinction i kind of tried to snake it a little bit in terms of how i've seeded some of these um so i'll just read through the the east here so the number one overall seed in the east i got 1991-92 duke they're 34 and 2 national champions first round they're playing the eight seed so that's 99 2000 duke 29 and 5 sweet 16. um we'll go down to the four and five seeds so the winner of that would play 2001-2002 duke not the national championship 01 this is the year after with juniors um dunleavy boozer and jay will there that team finished 31 and 4 while in the Sweet 16, they'll be matched up playing 05-06 Duke. So JJ Reddick's senior year, that team finished 32 and four, went to the Sweet 16. Down in the bottom half of that bracket, at the three seed, we have 2014-15 Duke. Um, so obviously that's our national championship team, finished 35 and four. They're playing in the first round, 2018-19 Duke, led by Zion, finished 32 and six in the Elite Eight. And then to round out the bracket there, the two seed in this region is 01 Duke. So another national championship team that finished 35 and four. And they'll be playing 98 Duke, who finished 32 and four in the Elite Eight in the first round. Um, should we stop there maybe? Because I'm kind of talking a little bit. I don't, instead of going through the West, let's just break down the East first and let's just go all the way through that. Um, so I'll toss it out to you guys. In the first round, we got the one versus eight, 92 Duke versus 2000 Duke. Any upsets here or is this just pretty, pretty chalky right there? And if so, is it a sweep? I guess that's the big question. Shu, what you got? So this would be like a, a seven game series. Best right? of seven across yeah. the board. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I love that 99-2000 team just as Shouts much as anyone. Shouts to Sewell, for sure. Uh, that team was the one that uh, they lost. That was the team that lost to St. John's at home, right? I and then that was so. our last, like, non-conference home loss until yeah. the Stephen F. Austin yeah. uh, game yeah. a few years back. So uh, that team, I think they lost They lost to Florida in the Sweet 16 that year, 2000. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, no surprises. Look, 92, 92 do back to back national champions, uh, late in their senior year. So I think that's pretty easy for me. Okay. So you're going sweet, just nice and clean, or do you think 2000 steals? They, they'd probably, they might've get a game. Yeah. I'm not going to, okay. not going to sweep them. So little gentleman's there. What about you, Ro? Um, I'll give, I mean, I'm picking 92 as well, but 
I'll uh, I'll give them two wins. I mean, they did go fifteen and one in the in the ACC. I think a lot of people forget because of nineteen ninety nine how good that two thousand and the ninety eight team were. So I'm yeah. kind of spoiling some of my later uh, yeah. takes too, but. You know, that was just a dominant period for Duke basketball in general. Um, you know, the ACC was down. It was pretty weak. So it's hard to judge. But yeah, I think, uh, I think 92 wins 4 2. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's easy to want to say a sweep there. And I don't want to get like too, um, kind of false memory here and be like, well, 92 is just on a mission. Well, they took some time off too. Like, Waitner was horrible in the first half of that Michigan game. Um, and so I think when it comes down to it, they would win. I, I guess I'll go, uh, I'd go five. That Sewell Grant Hill matchup would be really interesting to me, though. Just those two guarding each other, um, getting up and down. I don't think 2000 has an answer for Leitner, um, even with the, the eight year advantage there. So pretty, pretty shut and dry. Let's go on down. Um, this is pretty interesting here. I got a four or five matchup with 2001, 2002 Duke. So the year after the national championship. Um, playing 0506 Duke. So that's JJ Reddick. Keep in mind here, best of seven. O2 has home court. Shoot, mm-hmm. what you got here? What are you Ooh, thinking? O2 has home court. Okay. They got home court. Yep. But this was, that was one of my questions. Like, are these games played in a dome? Is it played like at the, the old pit? Like, yeah, um, we'll do home court. We'll do, we'll do true NBA format here. So, can, you know, first two at, at home for O2. I guess they're all technically at home for Cameron, but we'll just kind well, of so, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's played in, you know, the in one of these big national championship domes, uh, you know, 05, 06 with, with JJ, that, it's hard to shoot in a dome. Sure. Um, I did. I, I went with the upset here. Um, you know, I thought J- JJ and Sheldon, they were kind of on a mission that, that senior year had everything going just kind of ran into a tough LSU team in the sweet 16 and uh, obviously JJ didn't have his best shooting night um but in a best of 7 series I kind of like those guys okay okay so going with 06 to advance Raul so I'm actually going to go with 2002 and my rationale is that um if anything they might be a little underseeded here because you know, they were the number one Ken Palm team. I think that they were like first in both defense and offense or close to it. Um, you know, they only lose four games all year. So does 2006, but I just like their depth a little bit more, you know, and I know Coach K didn't traditionally play depth, but I'm just talking like players one through six. I like a little bit more, whereas 2006 has maybe the best top player, but yeah. You know, I mean, but it's not like 2002. I mean, Jay Will had an incredible year. Um, and then defensively, I think, I defensively, I think you could put like Dante Jones on, um, on Reddick. Yeah. I'm going to go O2 as well. So pod consensus will just push O2 and mine. And I'm not trying to take too many shots at this guy, but starting point guard in 06 is a freshman, Greg Paulus. And I'm just having a lot of trouble seeing him do anything to Jay will. Um, That's going to create a ton of issues there. And then on the other side, Paulus has got to bring the ball up the court against sophomore Duhon. So there's, that's a lot of O2 could really kind of spread you out. I love the boozer Sheldon Williams kind of battle that would be going on down there. Um, I think McRoberts could even hold up, maybe kind of guarding Dunleavy a little bit, but it's that Jay will, what he does to the backcourt in 05, 06 is, uh, 
could get kind of devastating there. Okay, so little 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 difference there. Um, moving on down to the three and six. So keep in mind, uh, the three seed has home court here. Three seed being the 2015 Duke team that won the national championship, led by Tyus Jones, Jewel Okafor, Quinn Cook, all those guys, Justice Winslow. Um, playing the six seed, 2018-19, um, Duke led by Archie Parrott, uh, Trey Jones, Cam Reddish, Zion, of course. Um, that team finished 32-6, and six, only made it to the Elite Eight, but when that team was healthy, they were pretty freaking dominant. Um, I think they only lost like two or three games all year healthy. So um, obviously we all remember how they started the season against Kentucky. We'll just kind of keep the same format here. Shu, I'll go to you first on this one. Uh, any upsets looming here? What do you see on this one? Man, this one's tough. It's a tough I thought, one. I, I love thought, this matchup. I, I thought about this one a lot. Um, Okafor is such a just because 19 i mean were you putting delarier or are you putting put quiz on, on him yeah you put quiz on him if you wanted to yeah yeah i mean okafor eats boys alive he know. does um, he does had the you got zion on that weak side though i mean yeah i mean you I, go small I, put zion at the five and make okafor do something against that that's where you could get interesting uh, put justin just 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 trey too that matchup yeah, that's a that's a huge <laughs> matchup there yeah, this one this one could be a toss up, but I'm I'm gonna run with the uh the eight is enough national championship squad. Mm, okay, okay. What about you, Ro? Yeah, I'll I'll pick the upset here just to be fun. Um, you know, best of seven series. So technically, uh the nineteen team in order to win would have to win one game on the road at least. So that's tough, but I just like their ceiling if you know assuming everybody's healthy um because you know that was a little bit of the problem that year yes um, cam reddish gonna sit out a game or two yeah exactly yeah. right <laughs> yeah um you know i mean the the shooting could definitely be an issue 2015 is gonna hit more threes but yeah give me give me the upset in seven games Okay. Okay. I like it. So I get to be the pendulum again. Um, I definitely think this is going seven games either either way you slice it. It just seems like a deep series to me. Um, I like the experience in 15. I know we're we're frosh heavy too, but just having that senior Quinn Cook, having guys like Matt Jones in the mill is huge. Um, what elevates me is that Trey just seems like such a gamer that he could maybe just elevate his game playing against Tyus. Um, that would really kind of push 15. But I'm going to roll with 15 just because in a series like that, I just Tyus is going to just make so many plays. I think he's yep. going to make some huge buckets, some late shots. Um, I justice, like the idea. Justice all over the floor. I love yeah, what do you think of the Winslow Justice versus Zion? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. or RJ, you know, like you put him on either one. Um I guess you got to pick who you're putting him on, though. You yeah. Know, like, where are you going to let him roam? Because RJ can really feast in that series. Yeah. But if I'm a coach, I'm trying to stop Zion first. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you put a you flashy meal at him for a little bit. Yeah, that's you, true. You let Justice kind of flash with him for a little bit. Um, yeah, I think you would kind of you just play drop with Jaleel, Ja, just keep him down there, keep him out of foul trouble, and just force 19 to make jumpers, you know, just force yep. him to hit shots right. um, and see where it goes. So, so yeah, that one's interesting. So, okay, me and Shu going to roll with roll with the natties there. Um, all right, last one on this side of the bracket. So, the two seed is 01 Duke National Championship there, led by senior Shane Battier. 
uh, finished 35 and four going up against the seven seed 97, 98 Duke that finished 32 and four elite eight, a team that doesn't get talked about a lot. Like you were saying, that was almost as equally impressive as what 99 was doing. I mean, this team lost what one game in the ACC, if that maybe even, yep. I think they lost one, um, to Carolina there. So, um, pretty deep team, you know. I talked about that a pot or two back. So again, shoe any ups, any chance ninety eight's doing the unthinkable here, or you rolling with a one? Well, the the ninety eight team was the uh, that was K's five hundredth win, right? That was the the Wojo hug game. Yeah, the come from behind against yep. Carolina, Carolina at home. Yep. Uh, I like that team. You know, that was a tough tough loss in the uh. The tournament there, I think we were up what seventeen on Kentucky, yep. um, and, and you know that that Kentucky team, kudos to them, they went on cut down the net. So, um, but yeah, that ninety eight team was tough. But man, oh oh one, you're talking Battier and Jay Will, kind of, you know, I think we talked about it on a previous pod. The run that they went on in that that national the the NCAA tournament that year was. Incredible. So I'm going to go with 01 for that one. No upsets okay. here. Do you see it going deep, or do you think 01 just kind of handles this in five? No, that's that's probably that's probably a seven game series. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think 01 pulls it out deep there. All right, Raul, you sticking with 01 or? Yeah, um, I'm going 01, and I actually think they get it done pretty quickly. I mean, I I know I just kind of raved about the '98 team, but for me, 01 is just a juggernaut, um, you know, and has an argument for being Duke's best team wire to wire. Um, yep. And I just, the, the volume of three-point shooting just ma- and the pace that they played at made it tough for any team to keep up with them. Yep. So I-, I think I'll go 0-1 in five, um, maybe six, Yeah, kind of in that territory. That's where I'm at. Um, I give 98 a game or two just because 01 is going to shoot about 35 to 43. So maybe two games yep. are just not hitting at a good clip. Um, but they're going to just shoot them out of the gym, I think, which really just neutralizes what brand can really do for you. Um, and this is a, a frosh brand. So you have a young brand going up against a, a sophomore boozer there. Um, you know, a pretty interesting matchup. But by the time you get the senior Shane going against frosh Shane, yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a tough sell for me there. Um, so I think a one, yeah, does it pretty pretty easily there so let's stick with the east since we're just already here moving to i guess this would be the conference semifinals um so we have the one seed playing the four seed so 92 duke uh playing o2 duke um again 92 has the home court here best of seven any chance you think o2 pushes here shoot i know you were kind of pulling the upset for 06 so kind of interesting to see where you go here yeah if it's 92 o2 um I mean that the Duddy two team again, you know, uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to put anything above the what those guys did. And granted, you know, we didn't bring up the fact that you know Leonard doesn't hit that shot against Kentucky. That maybe that we don't look at this ninety two team the way we do. Yeah. Um, but you know, all in all, I, I'll give them the edge here against the uh, against the uh, the juniors, um, Jay Will junior year and. Dun, was that Dunleavy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dunleavy and, and Boozer. Yep. All right, Ro, what you got? You kind of see it the same way? Or are you going upset here? 
Uh, no, I'm going with 92 as well. I think one big advantage there is just going to be uh, Leitner. I yeah. think Boozer's just not going to have anything for him defensively. And the O2 team, it's just like they were really good, but they struggled with rebounding. And uh, not that 92 was amazing at it, but they, you know, 92 has a lot of big wings. Um, so, yeah, give me 92 fairly comfortably. Yeah. I'm going I'm to go five games. Yeah. And it, it kind of pains me to say that. Um, I really love that O2 squad, just kind of like not really as a kid, but I guess as an adolescent at that point. Um, I just don't see how they get this done here. Bobby just seems like he can control the game at such a high level. Um, I don't know what O2 is going to do about Grant Hill. That's a huge concern there from the roster. If you're trying to put a Dunleavy, maybe you can put a Dante or something. Um, and then you got the Leitner aspect there that just really kind of spaces everything out. So, yeah, I'm going to go 92 as well. Um, you know, I'd be surprised if it got to a game six, kind of, you know, that's where I see it. But all right, let's do the bottom half here. So we got the two and the three seed. Number two uh, is 01 Duke, uh, takes home court against the 15, the 2015 national championship team. Um, bit of a clash here in terms of styles and player personnel. Um, Shu, you going to shock me here or are you rolling 01? Yeah, I mean, Again, the style just running and gunning. Um, you know, that 14 15 team, a lot more half court sets with, you know, trying to slow the slow the pace and, and get it in a big job. But I like 01, just uh yeah, seven seconds or less, shooting threes, playing defense. We'll go with 01. Okay. Okay. Roll, what about you? Yeah, this is 01 again. Um, you know that. 14-15 team is really good, but they kind of struggled defensively all year up until they weirdly got hot defensively. It feels weird to say that, but during, you know, the the run to the championship. So I think if anything, 15 is a little bit inflated in our minds versus how good they are. Um, so give me a one. Yeah. Um, and I'll just start by saying I love 2015. That was such a very fun year. Shout out to Shelf. We probably watched 30 games together. Um, oh, one sweeping this matchup to me. I think they're just going to blow the doors off of 15 Duke. And that's not trying to be disrespectful. It's just the style of play, the leadership, um, what oh one can do when they really space that floor creates a ton of defensive pressure um on 2015 there just so think about the uh the the 15 team two of the games they lost out of the four we lost were to notre dame remember their sure. style how they played that sure, kind of right yeah good point yeah, absolutely that's a great point um and so you put that together and that just creates you know i just don't see how how 15 can ha handle that um the backcourt so matchup is just kind of brutal for 15 i think just defensive defensively because yeah, defensively man. that 15 backcourt wasn't great um you know they they got it done in the end but yeah i just don't see how tyus or quinn are gonna guard jay will yeah or even yeah, do for that yeah, those guys were fast <laughs> yeah yeah that jay will creates a ton of issues um yeah, so that's the one I feel most confident about in calling a sweep there. So, you know, um, shouts to one Duke there. So now we get really interesting, and this is what I've kind of been pining for this whole time. Our top two seeds advance. 
Um, 92 Duke playing 01 Duke for a chance to go to the finals here. Um, this is where I think things get a little interesting and we kind of have to make some decisions. So, shoe, are we you going old school? You going new school? Where were you at with it? Man, I just seniors, you know, seniors all across the board, not across the board, but uh, still, I like that 92 team with. With Leitner and Hurley and Grant, Davis, Thomas Hill, I'm I'm gonna go with them in a in a close 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 series though. Okay, okay, Row. Yeah, um, this is definitely the hardest one so far. Um, I I definitely think that 92 is gonna win the front court battle. Back court, you've got two of the greatest. Duke point guards ever. There's just a lot of matchups that uh, you know, we're 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 talking about two of the winningest players ever in Leitner and Battier. Um, you know, not that they would necessarily guard each other, but uh yeah, this is tough. I mean, 92 only lost two games. I wish I wish uh Ken Palm went back that far because I would love to yeah. see how dominant they really were. Yeah. Um but give me 92 in seven games. And I'm simply doing that because of the front court advantage and the depth advantage. Okay. All right. So let's go say close. So. We're in like seven games and triple overtime in game seven. It yeah, could exactly. be real close. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so the the pod, you know, the pod majority here will go 92. I was going to go with 01, I think. And that's pretty much just based on principle and i just never go against oh one they're probably kind of the pinnacle duke experience for me as a kid um in middle school there and i just think again at the volume that they're shooting threes and that's a little unfair to 92 just because you weren't really doing that that much then um there wasn't a whole lot of ball screen action then either um so that's maybe taking it kind of to the weeds a little bit just looking at, at teams i think 92 is the best team um, but oh one just could do some things that I think really puts pressure on. I like the idea of Battier trying to guard Leitner and just seeing what he would do, how he operates defensively, how he likes to kind of um take things away from guys. Um, you there you could frustrate Leitner a little bit. That was one thing that you could kind of do. So I, I that would be interesting to see um kind of what that looks like. I, I have I'd like to see how how the Hurley J wheel matchup goes um, on both sides and what those dudes are going to do with each other. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be seven game series. I'll go a one, but pod majority win. So we're taking 92 Duke to the finals. Um, all right, let's pivot. Let's look at the West here. So in the West, the number one overall seed is 1998, 99 Duke 37 and two lost in the national championship game. Um, in the first round, they're taken on the eight seed, um, 21, 22 Duke. So this is the 32 and seven, the most recent team on the list, um, made a final four in case final year led by Paolo. Um, then I got the four or five seeds in this one, the four seed being 91 Duke. So our first national championship team finished 32 and seven. They'll be taking on 04 Duke went 31 and six was into UConn in the final four. Three seed is 2010 Duke. So head coach John Shire's national championship team went 35 and five. They'll actually be taking on his replacement. So in the first round, so they'll face 2011 Duke that went 32 and five and lost in the sweet 16. To round it out, the two seed in this one is 86 Duke 
who went 37-3, lost in the title game, and they'll also be playing another title game loser in 94 Duke, who went 28-6. and So let's start at the top again. Um, I don't expect too many surprises here, but if you want to make an argument, you can. 99 Duke with home court over 22 Duke. Do we even make it to a game four shoe? Hey, I'm going to call. We're switching it up and let Raul go first on these. Okay. Okay. Well, on the west side, we'll, okay. West side. Yeah. West side. He's, he's lived out California. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, this is a sweep. Yeah. And it's, it's a blowout sweep, to be honest. Yeah, not, not I, I feel bad saying that about, you know, our most recent Final Four team, but they might win every game by 20. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you even mean, need to would, say anything? Yeah, I, mean, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Not close. Um, not over seven games. Not, not close. Um, so, you know, sorry about that for 22 Duke, but 99 was just in a monster all on their own. I mean, Kim Palm might, might have had to just create a different algorithm after that year, right? Cause like <laughs> yeah. if that would have been there, it would have just been, uh, so ridiculous. they won what they win like 34. Four or five games in a row, right? They yeah. lost early to what? Cincinnati? To Cincinnati and the Great Alaskan shootout. And then so they lost the final game. game so. Yeah. And then, so, and then yeah. not till, yeah, it was like yeah. 30 something in a row. Rolled through the ACC. Yeah. Like rolled through the yeah, ACC. 24 points spread, like was the average. Yeah, it was. ACC uh, win. Yeah. To me, it's like 99 Duke and I guess probably what 91 UNLV or might be the two best teams to never win one. Yeah. Um, yeah. 15 Kentucky year. comes 15 up. Kentucky with, 15 Kentucky as well. 15 Kentucky for sure belongs in that conversation. Um, but I don't think that, that 15 Kentucky's really in the same. I wouldn't beat 15 Kentucky to be either one of the teams I just Yeah. Because yeah. offensively, they were so much worse than, I mean, uh, Kentucky, where they made their kind of money was, um, on the defensive end, they were incredibly dominant, but they yeah. couldn't really score. They couldn't shoot. So, you know, we saw like even as early as the Elite Eight when a team was really able to game plan for them. Notre Dame, right? That's, yeah. yeah. The should have got them. And yeah. you're looking at some frosh there. And I don't want to use the word soft, but I mean, you got Booker and Towns playing a lot of minutes on that team against a 91 UNLV or a 9 Duke team that are just a bunch of dogs yeah. out there, dude. Like it's big boy basketball. Um, so yeah, that, that would have been interesting to see. Let's do the four fives here. Uh, four seed is 91 Duke with home court. So our first national championship team, not as dominant. If you're not super familiar back then with it being the first, we just went 90, got the doors beat off of us. Um, go back in 91 as a three seed, I believe. So back then we could actually do something as lower seeds. Not really the case, um, in more recent memory. Um, they'll be playing 04 Duke, another one of my favorite teams led by Chris Duhon, Luau Ding, that finished 31 and six, came up just a little bit short in the final four against UConn there. Uh, pretty good matchup here on paper. Uh, Raul, you going kind of an upset pick here? Or are you rolling with 91 just because of the pedigree? Uh, give me 2004, actually. I yeah, am going with the upset, it. and I'm probably. It sounds crazy since 91 uh, won a title, but I might have 2004 in six games. Mm, okay. Yeah. I, love that. I, I just think that they're really good and we don't want to kind of overestimate uh, tournament results. Right. Uh, you know, in terms of when we're evaluating the team for the whole season. Right. For sure. Chu, what do you think? Um, mm. It's tough to remove what you know about 91, right? And what they ended up becoming in 92. So it's hard to kind of like. Well, and the thing about 91 is, I mean, 
again, you've got a Leitner as a junior. He's already been to a Final Four, two of you know two other ones. Um, so, you know, with all that experience, I, I, you know, again, I love Bobby Hurley. You know, that's I, I'm going to have to go ninety-one. So I'll okay. we'll leave it up to you, Josh. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with 04 too, man. Um, and I think it's just 04 to me almost had the perfect, just balanced of like a starting five. When you talk about a senior Duhon, heady on the ball, um, applies good defensive pressure. You got JJ and Ewing shooting the lights out there on the wing. You got a tremendous hybrid forward in Luau Ding, who's just doing everything on the floor. He's getting double-digit rebounds. He's taking the ball off the defensive glass, going coast to coast, putting a ton of pressure on the defense. And then you got Sheldon Williams down there being National Player of the Year already, basically as a sophomore uh, or Defensive Player of the Year. They're up eight with under three to go against UConn before the entire front line fouls out. Over a seven-game series, man. I mean, Duhon's already a national champion. He's got the ring. 91 doesn't have that one yet. So maybe he's able to get in there and frustrate um, Bobby. He puts a lot of length on Bobby for sure. Could pick him up full court. Um, yeah, yeah. Give me give me 4 Duke there, man. I like him. I like him in probably six, maybe seven, too. I just think the style of play, um, what they were doing. That team was good enough to win a title, I thought. Um, just a great year of college basketball, too. 03 and 04 were really fun. Like State was really good. Wake was good. You had Chris Paul down there. Georgia Tech's in the title game in 04. Um, just a great kind of uh, ACC kind of renaissance there in the early to mid-2000s. So, uh, pot majority rules will go 04 as the five seed coming in to to meet the one seed there. Let's go on down. Um, the three seed, the John Shires 2010 National Championship. So you got the three-headed monster of Shire, Smith, and Singler there um, going 35-5, and five, despite being alarmingly unathletic. <laughs> They'll play the pretty athletic versions, future versions of themselves in 2010-2011 Duke. Um, only kind of uh, Smith and Singler really kind of stuck around. You had Kelly and Plumleys and some of those guys that took on bigger roles. They finished 32 and five and unfortunately kind of ran into Derek Williams and, uh, and, and pals out there in Arizona in the sweet 16. Momo Jones or something. Momo Jones it? destroyed us in the second half. Yeah. Um, so 2010's got home court. They got your experience there. 2011's probably got the depth and the talent. Uh, who are you taking, Raul? You going with the the vets here, or you like the young guns? Uh, yeah, this is going to be my biggest upset pick so far. Okay. Uh, you know, I know it's it's crazy to pick against the national champion, but to me, it's like 2011 had older versions of a lot of the same players. Then you're adding Kyrie Irving, and in this scenario, I don't know if we're saying Irving never gets injured. We're, I guess we can just keep his injury in there, but in this scenario, he has more games to get healthy right. and be reintegrated into the team. So right. I think over seven games, that's going to play to their advantage. Um, okay. And I do think it would go seven, though. Okay. Okay. So it's taken, taken 11 and seven. What about you, Shu? Yeah, I guess when I looked at this earlier um, – you know, for me, I, I look at the 11 team kind of in whole without Kyrie. You know, he played 11 games. He was amazing in those 11 games, obviously came back uh, for the for the t tournament run. But um, I think the biggest thing for me for, for sticking with the 10 team uh, 
for one, Coach Shire, senior leading leading the pack, but also Kyle Singler was a lot better as a junior than he was as a senior. So yep, for sure. Was, that's kind of my deciding factor here. So. For sure. Um, and I'm that was the – I was tracking with you the whole way, and then at the very end of it, I started to think, what about depth over a seven-game series? And that's where 2010 gets kind of screwed, right? Because over a seven-game series, you're can you use a freshman Andre Dawkins, a high school senior Andre Dawkins in a playoff format? He's getting played off the floor. Um, whereas 2011, it's like their depth, they're bringing a year removed Andre Dawkins, a Seth Curry off the bench to just kind of like light you up, you know, just like that sort of backcourt in a three-guarded 2010 where you only have Shire Smith and Dawkins. And then 2011's putting Kyrie, Nolan, Seth, and Andre out there with Tyler Thornton if they really needed to for damage control. 2011 was just insanely deep. Um, It's hard to pick against 2010, though. Uh, The Shire factor there, the competitiveness in him. I'll just go with depth with it being a playoff format, and uh, I'll go 2011 too, man. So I guess we'll go pod rules on that one as well. Um, So... A little bit of upsets over here in the West. Let's see what we got in the final kind of uh, first round pick here. So our two seed, 1986 Duke, um, kind of K's first great team there. Uh, ended up playing Louisville, coming up just a bit short in the national championship. Finished 37 and three, kind of led by Johnny Dawkins, Billis, Owery, um, Henderson, Amaker, kind of just those grit and grind, blue collar, early class Duke kind of um, recruits there. They'll be going up against a seven seed, which is the 94 team that Grant Hill just kind of put on his back and took them to the where they where they go, shoot Charlotte or Greensboro? Charlotte for the Charlotte. Final four. Yeah, I kind of drug them to Charlotte there, um, losing to Arkansas. Um a little bit of a, you know, 86, you're kind of getting pretty far back in terms of play style there. Um, she or uh, Raul, you see anything where 94 could kind of make a case for? Do you think 06 was just kind of this is their chance to get validation? Yeah, I mean, I think 86, I think this might be my second most uneven series so far. Um, I see 86 winning this fairly easily. And it's no disrespect to 94, but that team overachieved in the tournament. You know, they weren't this juggernaut all year. Yeah. And, you know, they had, uh, you know, Grant Hill obviously was amazing in the tournament, but then they had um, Jeff Capel just get really hot for a few games and things like that. So Capel and Collins in your backcourt against against Dawkins and and Amaker. Amaker. Yeah, that's that's pretty uneven. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and throw my 86 out there is probably yeah. not, not too I, close. I think it's like a five-game series. It's, it's a gentleman's. You know, Grant gentleman's maybe series. just goes nuclear for, for a game there. Um, and I think it would be one of those series where Grant just puts up great numbers, probably all series, and they just lose. You know, they yeah. just don't get it done. Um, 86 just had that chemistry, all seniors other than, than Amaker there as the junior. So um, super, super kind of together there. Um, all right, so that brings us to the conference semifinals here. First round, the first matchup, we got the one seed 99 Duke going up against the five seed 04 Duke. So we loved 04 against 91. Not so sure that could still be the case here. Raul, how far do you see 04 going? Do they make it to six? Do they make it for seven? Or are you taking them? No, I'm taking 99. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast at this point, but they're, uh, you know, just 
a complete juggernaut that doesn't get the historical recognition they deserve simply because they lost by what a point or two points in the final two points. Yeah. Right. They lost the uh, both games. I think the, both games they lost all year. I think it was two and one, like three points yeah. total yeah. Yeah. and undefeated, you know? Right. So, I mean, to me, it just speaks to how dominant they were overall. Um, Oh, four is a really good team, but I wouldn't even put them in like our top four or five teams ever. Sure. So, sure. um, 99, I think 04 could maybe take two games, one game. Okay. Yeah. So five or six. So 99 would, they could maybe cruise sometimes. So you might could catch them sleeping there in a, in a series. Um, shoot, you kind of see that track in the same way. 99 just kind of handles this in five, maybe six. Yeah. Be shocked to see a game seven here, yeah, to be honest, right? Yeah. It would be really kind of surprising to see a game seven. Yeah. I've here. got, I've got them pretty much yeah, going in four and every, till maybe the, the finals here. Okay. Okay. All right. So 99 cruises like the, like they typically did. Um, Got an interesting matchup here on the bottom half. So with the shot on the line to go to the, the Western conference finals here, we got 86 Duke taking on 2011 Duke. Um, What do you see here, Raul? I mean, 86 has home court, uh, really different teams here. Um, Where, where are you going with it? Uh, yeah, give me 86. Uh, I don't think it would be a blowout series or anything, but, you know, to me, I mean, 2011 ha- probably has the depth edge, but 86 has the best player. Uh, you know, even if we assume Kyrie Irving comes back and gets back up to speed and all that, you know, Johnny Dawkins is just better than anybody on the 2011 team. Sure. So sure. I'm going to say 86 in six games. Okay. Okay. Shoot, you rolling eighty six or you? Yeah, roll. Yep. I think everything you said eighty six. Okay. All right. I also agree with everything you said, but I would have. Pro- I think I would have picked just eleven, just to make it a little interesting again, just because it's hard to kind of go back and see how eighty six would maybe handle the shooting that eleven presents, um, and just the Kyrie factor. Amaker and Dawkins were terrific two way players, especially Amaker on the defensive end. But Kyrie was just different, dude. And what we were putting him in those ball screens and what he was doing to the best guards in the country was just, I mean, he was embarrassing, dudes. And um, we haven't brought up also, Nolan was incredible. That when, sure. Once Kyrie went down, I mean, Nolan was I, arguably, I thought the best player should have won National Player of the Year. And if you get junior Jimmer. version of Singler, then he really elevates 2011 sure. too, yeah. right? So it's like, yeah, um, you know, the front court would have been kind of interesting to see. Um you know, how we handle an Allery and a Billis and those guys down there being older versus 2011, which is kind of like a bunch of young guys Plumley by committee, Kelly, yeah. Plumleys and Kelly. Um, so, you know. It looked like a frat boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It uh, would have been interesting. Um, all right. So, again, no, no too many surprises here. Our top two seeds advance. Um, 99 Duke with home court going up against 86 Duke here. So both teams are 37 game winners. Um, both are title runners up and close games. Is this a toss up or is 99 just that good for you all? What do you think, Ro? Uh, yeah, I mean, 99 definitely wins for me. I don't think it's a sweep though. I have to give 86, you know, 86 only lost three games all season. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably a little bit underrated because they came before a lot of, you know, our times, you know, I was, yeah. I sure. guess you guys weren't even 
born were you okay you were too okay yeah um, no i wasn't born yeah right and, and it's it's before my memory too because i moved down to durham in the summer of 86 so that season would have already happened and i could remember hearing about johnny dawkins you know and how great he was but yeah so i never watched the team but just looking at them statistically i think that there is a case for them to win two games that's the most i can give them though uh, you know, it mm -hmm. might even be only one. It, just the 99 team, I just respect them that much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, for me, the, the, the 99 team is the first team to ever have uh, four lottery picks from the same team. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Four of your top 14 draft picks from this one squad. And uh, yeah, I mean, best to me, best team to, to never win the title. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have too much to add to that either, really. Um, I'm go I'd go 99 and I guess maybe saying in five is a little disrespectful so we'll we'll give it six just for you know to make them feel good about it but I think in a in a playoff format like this it's going to be really hard to beat 99 um which brings us to our finals here so now we have one seed on one seed we have 92 Duke um 34 and two national champions going up against 99 Duke 37 and two runners up um, I don't really know how we would decide this with, I guess, the, the records being what they are here. So um, we could give it to 92 just because they have the hardware and say they get home court. Um, interesting kind of series here. So, Ro, I'll go to you first again on this one. 99 versus 92. How far you see this going and what kind of sways you either way? Um, it's a seven-game series for me. and. What sways me to pick 92 is them having home court. And then the other thing that sways me is the point guard play. Mm -hmm. I just think Bobby Hurley is just better than Will Avery. Yep. Yep. And I think over a seven-game series, that's really going to matter. Yeah. Yeah, that, That's to me, that's the most important matchup, I think. Just that point guard matchup. Shu, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I that's kind of what I was leaning to is – you look at you know Trajan versus uh, Davis, and then who would you have at the three? Grant. Uh, it was Mc came off the Maggetti. bench, right? So yeah, Maggetti came off the bench. So and then and then Brandon Leitner. I mean, that'd be fun. That'd yeah. be a lot of fun to watch. Um, but like Raul said, I mean, point guard play that's that's pretty crucial, especially in a seven game series. So. I'm going to I'm going to go with the 92 squad here as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going 92 as well. Um and I, I really think I think the point guard like Raul mentioned, but honestly I really think it just comes down to Leitner and what he's going to be able to do. Um and I'm a huge brand guy. I think he's really really good. I think he he causes a lot of issues um there are defensively, right? a lot of issues. Yeah. And, and what Leitner does, bringing him out into space. Yep. Um, and Leitner went head to head with Shaq down in Baton Rouge yep. and, and won yep. that matchup. So if you can go down there and do that, I'm not too worried about you in this matchup. I just either. could never pick against Leitner nope. when you come down to it. Nope. I just couldn't do it. Um, and I think, I think with that, I think Bobby's going to put a lot of pressure and he's going to put them in situations to make. 99k have to really choose D, can you still run with will avery in this matchup do you have to move him off and if so where do you go um if you put trajan on ball 
not to kind of throw kind of salt in the wounds there, but we saw where the handle might have been a little shaky. How many steals is Bobby getting in a series like this with that many kind of guards, them trying to play that fast? I don't know, man. I, I think I think 92 um, and as good as 99 was, I think I'd go 92 and six here. I just think the matchups kind of just really play in their favor. Um so I guess we'll go pod consensus. And I guess that, that wasn't as uh for when I did this, I was thinking that 99 might get their kind of vengeance of like, oh, okay, over yep. a series, you know, 99 is gonna come out on top. But I think I we just talked ourselves into 92 still being our best team ever. Is that track? I mean it's yeah, I mean it's tough. It's so close. It, it is. Really is. It is. Because I can I can imagine if the bracket was set up a little bit differently, that 2001 could have won. Um 99 could have won. There's there's a lot of options of teams that could have won with the right matchups, but just based on what we had here, you know, yeah. I think 92 wins it. Yeah. yeah. Who like did if, the seating? Who sent us to Orlando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I uh if I would have put I tried to do it kind of snake um that way because I put 92 as like my number one overall seed and started there and then went 99, um, and then went 01 and then 86. So if 01 would have been in the West. And you have a 01 versus 99 there. Maybe 01 kind of upsets, and maybe you see something kind of move around or shift around a little bit. Um, it's still hard to look at any of these teams, though, and pick against 92. Like to, either way you slice it, it just seems like it's hard to hard to do that. But uh, you know, it's interesting, I guess, for the for the NBA playoffs. We don't get we don't have our own version of the Heat here, which is I guess what I was going for a little bit to see if any of these eight seeds can make a run just don't really see it um but you know i think it does talk to how some of these teams that we look back on are just so i mean we say all the time not to get kind of hung up on a single elimination tournament but it just does so much for what you even losing in the title game versus winning it just seems so monumental and how we look at these teams um but so yeah, it sounds like we kind of just talked ourselves into to 92 Duke here. Um, Shu, you mentioned the seedings. Is there a team that I didn't put on here that you think could maybe challenge or that you think could maybe make a run in a format like this? Did you have someone in mind? Either fan favorite or a team that you think was like, hey man, you know, these guys were were good enough to to maybe get a shot here. I mean, right off the top of my head, that the 20, uh, would have been 2013 team. Yeah, I looked yeah. at that team pretty heavy. Yeah. Yep. So that's Seth. Yeah. Uh, Mason, Ryan, Mason, Ryan, Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Made it to the Elite Eight. Like, lost a little bit. They had beat team. earlier that year. Right. Um, yeah. I looked kinda... at them. I looked at 89. You know, I looked at them for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, um, Look to 2018, man. 18, I mean, 18, obviously, the defensive thing, that's what always kind of stops. But once they went zone, if you look at just the zone defense and you assume that this is just what we're going to do, they're probably still top 15, top 20. Had two of the best one and dones we've ever had, too, on the same team. And and then, you know, just hypothetically, the the 2020 team, was that the Vernon Carey? I looked at them, too. Yeah, Trey Trey Jones, sophomore Trey. Yeah, I mean, Vernon Carey. I don't think he gets. I think he kind of gets slept on as as one of our uh, better one and done players. Um, yeah. So especially when you look at his per forty stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, I'm glad you brought up 2013 because that would have been my pick uh, when we were talking about 2004 earlier, and you mentioned how perfectly constructed the starting lineup was. 
to me, 2013 has one of the most perfectly yeah. constructed starting lineups in terms yeah. of what roles people fill and how they fill them. Yeah. You got the stretch four, you've got the shooters, you've got the pure point guard, and you've got the big man inside who can pass and score. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a little bit of depth there. You got a, a meal coming in. Um, you got some some pieces that you can kind of play with there. Um, Thornton and Harrison kind of being there. Was that Matt Jones freshman year or is he before Emil? Matt came the month? next Mill. year. Isn't Matt came the next yeah. year. Yeah. He came in with Jabari and uh yeah. Yeah. who was the other guy that came in at Fortune Camera? Maybe Benigier? Semi or Benege or Semi yeah. or some some one of those guys. Um, but yeah, and, and you know, some other teams that I looked at adding, and I'll be honest, I didn't put 03 or 05 on there because if I did, I would have had 2001, 02, 03, <laughs> 04, 05, 06. But those early 2000 teams, man, like the hardware wise, it's not there. But you look at just raw numbers. I mean, like 01, we're fifth in Kim or 2000, we're fifth in Kim Pump. 01, we're number one. 02, we're number one. 03, we're number six. 04, we're number one. 05, we're number three. 06, we're number two. That's a no. dominant run, dude. And I think we went to like we seven straight states or seven or eight straight sweet sixteens in that yeah. like kind of stretch there. Um and you could so, argue that 05 is could theoretically yeah. be a better version of 06 because you have Daniel Ewing there instead yep. of um, you know, Paulus and all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, oh five and I guess I I, I can't say that now because I gave the the nod to 2019. Um, 05, when I was doing this, I was like, no, you don't get to go because you lost to Izzo. Mm-hmm. You're one of the two teams that lost to right. Izzo, you know? Um, so, yeah, 05, that was really good, man. They were really good. Um, just couldn't get past that Michigan State team. I wonder if, like, 13, who would you have put them in place of? Uh, 2022, maybe? Yeah, I thought yeah. it would have either been 2022, um, 2000 Duke is another team that could probably get bumped off of this. If you, I like having 98 up there. I think they were that good. I guess if you want to make the case that like 94 can probably just get kind of tossed as a good team that Grant just kind of took on a run there on a ride. Um, either of those three teams could probably be in contention. Um any off the wall teams or any earlier teams? I know we said that we hadn't really, we didn't go back too far. Obviously, my oldest here is eighty six. Anything maybe. else in that eighty range that you yeah, think okay. could could make a case here? I just don't see. I thought about maybe Ferry kind of in there in eighty eight, or I think in eighty nine we lost to what Seton Hall or in Seton Hall in eighty nine. Seton Hall in eighty nine. So mm-hmm. you know, but those teams weren't super dominant that was just when k was a tournament just genius dude he was taking like seven and eight lost teams and just going to the final four like it was the nacc tournament or something you know like it was just remarkable what he was doing but i think that might have been more about just where he was as a coach and a competitor um but you know i don't know so Raul, do you have a 78s record close by i don't know i uh, I know i have no idea uh, that was the lost, 78 lost to Kentucky. Lost to Kentucky um, in the title game. That's that's Canard. Yeah, yeah. let's see. There, so there's some, just cu- there's some really good players on those teams. Um, yeah, but they're, they're 27 and 7, you know, 7th okay. in the final AP poll. Okay. Um, you know, I, could, I guess you can make a case for, for them to go up there. Um, Spinarkle was obviously 
dominant. You had two 20 point per game scores and him and Jaminski. You had Gene Banks at 17 and eight right behind him. Now he starts to fall off pretty hard after that, but I guess you can make a case for it. It's interesting how much of a jump that team made. Uh, I just looked in 77 was their record was 14 and 13, two and 10 in the ACC. And then suddenly they jump up to winning 27 games. Yeah, I guess that's the Gene Banks effect, right? Wasn't yep. he a freshman the next year? So he kind of yep. had the uh he kind of had the grant effect going on there. Um yeah. So, you know, I thought this would kind of be interesting to go through. Um doesn't sound like there's anybody that you felt really got snubbed. Maybe 13 could could have an argument to replace one of those teams there. Um especially if they would have finished a little stronger. You know, I think they lost with their first round ACC tournament game that just kind of nail in the coffin them. Um, well, it was that Kelly injury. Um, yeah. At the yeah. time that Kelly got injured, the defense was trending up. Kelly himself was trending up. And then you just throw that wrench in the works and we have to bring in a meal who was, you know, good, but not nearly as good as Kelly. We have to bring him in for like a month and a half or whatever. Yeah. And then when Kelly came back, he had that Miami game where he was amazing, but he was never really the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that team was just, I mean, they had your typical, you lose to state in Miami in a week, in a week stretch, <laughs> yeah. you know, like in, in January, probably right in January, the 12th and the 23rd. Um, that was back when Maryland was still in the conference and they actually beat us twice. And that's what kind of crushed our seeding is losing to Maryland twice in the last month. Um, but that team was good, man. That team Mason was at like a different level. And I think they started the year like 16 and 0 or something like that. Like just, just rolling through. Um, yeah, that's what I think the worst thing about that is we had already beat Louisville in the battle for Atlantis and beat them pretty like we looked like the better team the whole way. Yeah, um, and if you replace us, because who did they beat Michigan? That was the like Mitch McGarry Michigan yeah, team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think it we was a Trey Wiles, maybe I was out there with them or something. Uh, yeah. Kentucky. Uh or not Trey Wiles. Um, Trey Burke. Trey Burke. There you yeah, go. Trey Burke go. and Mitch McGarry. Uh I don't remember who else. Might have been um, on that, but either way, I think I think we take that game anyways. Yeah, they still had Tim Hardaway. You know, Nick Stauskas, if you remember him, was out there. Um, okay. Um, Karis Levert was actually randomly a freshman on that team. So, oh, and that know. team was loaded with uh, NBA talent. Actually, yeah, yeah, Glenn Robinson's on that team. Um, yeah, a lot of guys on that team actually. But uh, but yeah, at the very least, we should have had a one seed, and we shouldn't have had to play Louisville till the Final Four at the earliest. Um, yeah. So we should have made it at least one more round. Maybe they still beat us, but you know, in theory, maybe we don't play them until the championship game, and then who knows what happens. Yeah, and I mean, we can nitpick it, and even if we get 2013 in here, I'm not picking them to beat 92 or 99. No. On <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't even know if I would pick them to even push one of those teams. Now, some of the other teams, sure. Um, if you want to tell me 13 beats 15, I could buy that. You know, I could get behind that. Um, but at the top, it's just that 99 and 92 team are just so good. Um, but, um, well, either way, we'll go ahead and kind of get out of here. We just want to do something a little fun for the NBA. It's the off season. So, um, we'll start to kind of ramp back up and, and talk about some draft stuff as we get closer to that, get into June. Um, if you haven't got a chance yet, go check out the pod we did with Travis Branham. That's really good on the 2023 class. We're going to get Steve Clark back on here over the summer, talk about Peach Jam in the next month or two, uh, see what's going on, kind of looking down the road in 2024 and 2025. Um, 
But in the meantime, you know, rate, review, subscribe. You can email us at thedevilsdenpod at gmail.com. You can find us on the boards at thedevilsden.com. You can find us on Twitter at devilsdenpod247. And uh, keep the faces strong and the verb high. Go deep.